Well, kia ora, hello and welcome to the Coast Vineyard Podcast. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, it's so good to have you listening in. We hope and pray that wherever you may find yourself at today, that the message that you're about to hear would be helpful for your journey of faith. So without further ado, let's get into this week's message. So, so Steve is the principal of Equippers College. I'll get him to say a little bit more about, uh, about himself shortly. But he has been a friend and an encourager and an inspirer of the New Zealand Vineyard Churches for a long time. We're just so grateful for Steve. Uh, he's a, it, it really is a, um, a privilege to, uh, to have him here. And we're just so grateful for the, the journey that, uh, where you've, you've sort of jumped in and, and, and been so good for us as a, as a vineyard movement over the, uh, over the years. So, um, so thank you for that. But why don't you just jump in and, uh, and let people know a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your journey, and, um, and then we'll roll into it from there. Great. Um, it's great to be here. Good. Um, we made it. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm originally from Taranaki. I spent time in the Philippines, seven years as missionaries with the urban poor, and then 15 years in Christchurch. Um, and then we've been up in Auckland the last uh, seven years with Equippers College. But, yeah, I, I mean, I love vineyard movement. Um, decisive moment in my life probably was the two John Wimmer conferences. Mm. And um, just been great, great, I don't know, Dave and Lizzie McGregor are kind of my heroes. You know, just been great to support them, stand with them when we're in Christchurch and so So, no Sam Harvey and Napier. So, um, yeah, I love the vineyard. I just like it's so vineyard just there's a unique niche like as the church of new zealand we need vineyard to be mm. strong because you guys are just going to reach a whole group of people that the rest of us won't so i'm so excited that vineyard's doing so well good See, told you that he was an encourager he's uh so so good thank you um so what we're going to do when we first talked to steve about coming and joining uh, us for a Sunday, we thought it'd be good to have him wrap up our Good Questions series, which has been going for the last uh, three weeks. Uh, this was going to be the fourth. And can I just say, great series, if you'd like to jump on and have a look at that on the podcasts on the website. Uh, there's a great message around uh, thriving spiritually in a digital world. Another great message uh, called Good Sex. So um, I know you'll be jumping straight to that one. So, And the last one last week was talking about the reality of the supernatural, both the the the, uh, the work and activity of, of the Holy Spirit as well as the work and activity of the you know dark forces in our world. And again, that was uh, so, so helpful. So, But we have obviously with these changing times, we've change tack a little bit, and um, so a uh, few questions I've got. We're just going to have a conversation, and we're just going to see how it goes. Like I say, we're a bit new to this whole thing of broadcasting, and uh, hopefully we'll do okay. So, But, like, these are crazy times. Like, so um, tell us, what are you seeing? What's, um, what's, what does it look like from your, you know, how, how both in terms of, your perspective as a smart man, and also just your perspective as a, uh, a leader in your in the college, as in your church, and in your community. What do you What do you see? Yeah, um, I I was really interested yesterday actually with the prime minister's speech and how she finished because she just at the end she said, "Be strong, be kind, and we'll be okay." I noticed that. Yeah, 
And I, um, you know, we're kind of often in, I, I was around in the earthquakes in Christchurch, we're often like that, Kiakaha, New Zealand, same with the, you know, the, the shootings last year. Mm. And so we're kind of used to that, but I was really surprised that she kind of said the be kind yeah. part. And I'd actually just been thinking and writing about kindness earlier mm. yesterday. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's really, I, I think she's really touched an important message mm. for us as a community around the place of kindness. It sounds a bit wussy or wimpy, but I actually mm. think it's really important. Yeah. Um, it kind of, uh, a few years ago, actually, we kind of got to know some stuff. There's a great um, Jewish marriage therapist, the Gottmans, and they, they, they reckon that they can, um, they can watch uh, like a five-minute video of a couple and predict with 94% accuracy whether they'll get divorced. Wow. So, and, and they look for four negative things they call the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So like, <laughs> if they see criticism versus complaint, like you, complain, you can complain about a behavior, but once they see criticizing, attacking the person, they go, there's a bad sign. Okay. If they see contempt, the kind of rolling of the eyes, they go, there's a bad sign. If they see the defensiveness that one person tries to bring up something and the other person just resists, that's a bad sign. And if they see stonewalling where the other person shuts down, that's a bad sign. But this is what they said. They said, two traits scientifically have been proven to make your relationship last. They are kindness and generosity. Hmm. And so it's interesting, you know, in, a, in moments like this, the place of kindness our prime minister highlighted, but actually kindness as something that um, psychologists have said, like, this is important for all relationships. So it feels a bit like what's always good to do, actually, we just need to dial it up, dial it up a bit more right now. Mm. She may not realize, but she's almost quoting the words that yeah, I yeah. quoted from, oh. from Paul the Apostle earlier. And uh, the one that I quoted about, uh, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. Yeah. It's like she's almost mirroring the same thing. but Yeah, yeah. Well, that's thing. what I, I was, uh, yeah, that concept, it's not just like political banter or psychological kind of stuff. It's actually in the Bible. Mm. And, I, and I think for us as people who want to follow Jesus to understand um, kindness is actually a bigger deal in the Bible than we think. So, for example, uh, most people know, you know, 1 Corinthians 13 is the chapter about love. Yep. And so kind of people say it's in three sections. Verse 1 to 3, Paul talks about the priority of love. You know, if I speak in tongues but have not love, I'm nothing. Yep. The last part, verse 8 to 13, is about the permanence of love. You know, speaking in tongues will yes. go, prophecy will go, but these things remain, faith, open love. Which leaves the middle section uh, is the practice of love. And again, Paul says two things that love is, and then about eight that it isn't. This is what he says, verse 4. Love is patient and love is kind. So I don't know about you, but if I think like love, I think big dramatic displays with the flowers and the, the bended knee and the ring. And, but Paul's like, no, 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 guys, this is the heart of it. Love is patient and love is kind. And so in, in my own journey, that's been a kind of a real challenge to go, oh, if I'm going to love people, it's not kind of the big and the dramatic. It's can I be patient and kind with people? Mm. And uh, yeah, I think, so I think actually this is a real key thing of, of what God's calling us to at this time, to kind of mm. dial up our kindness with people. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and We've um we've got a bit of a slide there. I don't know if can you see it at the moment there, but um we it's on the on the PowerPoint with that scripture there. And I was gonna put a call 
little graphic in the corner just to make it. And, but then when you put in like something like love, and you're right, it's all of the flowers and the yeah. big the big love hearts. And it's amazing um, how many pictures when you put in when you Google up kindness and love. Um, so many of them are actually people touching each other. Right. Like so, we're gonna have to figure out kindness yeah, yeah. though. So absolutely kindness, but it's 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 not. Uh, it's kindness in a in a new world. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe we can talk about that kind of at the but near the end, like how yeah. are we going to land this thing. But I I found it helpful just to look up some definitions that kind of again forced me to nail this a bit more. So, for instance, to be kind, having or showing a gentle nature and a desire to help others, wanting and liking to do good things to bring happiness to others. So it's like, man, oh, could good. I go into this week? Just a bit gentler, a bit quieter, just trying to do nice things that help people mm. and 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 bring calm. And it's like, man, I feel like that's what we need. That's so good. Do you want to just read those two things okay. again? Just because write it down if you're fast, people. All this right. is so good. I guess. Having or showing a gentle nature and a desire to help others mm. and then wanting and liking to do good things and to bring happiness to others. That's so good. And Paul would say, you know, love is kind. Mm. But then he also said patient, and I love this, able to remain calm and not become annoyed when waiting for a long time, like at the supermarket, or when dealing with problems or difficult people, or done in a careful way over a long period of time. So if you put them together, Paul's basically saying the essence of love is being patiently kind, just keeping on, keeping on, gently being nice to people, doing things that are just going to help them and bless them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, man, imagine unleashing a wave of people mm. who just thought, I'm going to go and be kind. Yeah. Talk about kind of being salt and light. Yeah, yeah. I I saw a picture of it in, a, in the Herald uh, this morning, and it was of an elderly lady looking at the empty shelves uh, at a supermarket and, and crying because yeah, – yeah. and. I was just thinking, like, imagine if the ch- someone from the church yeah. was there and just engaging with her and yeah. said, I'll, I'll find that thing yeah, you yeah. need, you know? Yeah. Well, I actually, um, a young woman, early 20s from our church, just posted a thing. She found herself precisely in that situation awesome. yesterday. A woman uh, looking a bit upset, staring at the empty bread section. Mm. Oh, there, and there were a couple of loaves of Vogel's post or something and she uh, and she asked the woman she's okay and the woman said i got thirty dollars to spend mm. this bread is seven dollars i can't do that and this young girl just said i'll i'll buy it for oh, you love it yeah so those are the opportunities cool, eh? that are that are going to be in front of us love that so um all right where should we go now well just to show i think this thing i mean for us people who really l- want to follow jesus believe in the bible just to see this is not like Paul wasn't off the top of his head brainstorming. Like, this pair of things for him is really important. Mm. And so, again, you know, Galatians 5, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. So, first of all, love, joy, peace, which are the big kind of things. And then the next two words, patience, kindness. So, it's like he actually thinks these two things go together and are really important. But the thing for us is, um, you know, one of the things I love about Vineyard is the sense we do what we see the Father doing. Mm. And again, if you go back, we say we believe God is love. Well, for Paul, what is love? Love is patient kindness. Mm. 
What does it mean to say God is love? It means God is patiently kind. Mm. So with that kind of vineyard value, you know, where is, what's the Father doing? Well, Paul would say he's present in our world, patiently being kind to people. Mm. And if I want to get on board with what the Father's doing, I'd be being patiently kind. Mm. In fact, one of the commentators about 1 Corinthians says this, thus Paul's description of love begins with, he says this, this twofold description of God. We actually believe mm. God is patient. God is kind. Mm. Um, it kind of, I feel like it, if we feel like, if we look at our community and go, man, God is here in this patient kindness with people. And I just got to get on board with that. I got to do what I see the Father doing. Mm. Man, we could make a real difference. Yeah, love it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and difference is going to need to be made. Yeah, yeah. In these times. And, and so, you know, again, even how we interact with people. So you see Paul, um, sorry, I've got a few verses about this, but like yeah. Acts 14, when he's preaching to some people for the first time, you know, and he says, we're bringing you good news. Uh, this is verse 15, 16. Uh, verse 17, then he says this about God. Yet he has not left himself without testimony. He has shown kindness to you by giving you rain, he provides you with plenty of food. It's like God leaves a mark in people's lives. We often look at, you know, your hard questions thing. Why did God allow this? Why did God allow that? But actually, Paul, in Paul's mind, no, his presence in your life was the little acts of kindness, that person that was nice to you, that one school teacher that was kind, that one grandma that was kind. And so again, it's like, man, I want to learn to see where God is mm. wanting to put little droplets of kindness in people's world mm. and and i want to i want to be available to be used by that mm. like that mm. even again romans 2 um do you show contempt for the richness of his kindness and patience mm. so again but mm. when i was in christchurch during the earthquakes one of the one of the oh, terrible yeah. things that happened was all of these kind of crazy people come out of the woodworks going ah this is god's wrath this is god's judgment and stuff like that. And you realize, man, in times of difficulty, the thing that comes out is what do people really believe about God? Yeah. And that's why I really want to push this. Do you really believe that God is patiently kind with people? Mm. Or is it like, oh, he's wiping us all out. The end is coming. It's like, no, no, God is here being patiently kind to people who are struggling and hurting right now. Mm. And if I want to get on board with what the Father's doing, I want to get in the swing of patient kindness. Mm. I think that's really kind of important. Uh, so good because uh, there is a lot of that sort of thing swirling. And it's almost like in times like these, the the people that are a little bit off in, yeah, yeah. in their understanding of God, uh, they see it as their time, to, their time to shine. And, yeah, yeah. and they're just throwing all sorts of things out there. And so important to like, no, let's... Let's just bring some clarity here. Yeah, this yeah. is this is the heart of God. Yeah, yeah. Patiently kind. Yeah, and I think that's why it can sound, I don't know, lightweight candy floss Christianity. But in times like this, you realize, no, this is actually the most solid thing. Mm. What do you believe about the heart of God? Mm. What do you believe about His character? Yeah. Because then I can get on board with it. Mm. Um, and actually, Paul, actually, again, I'm kind of hammering this thing. Good. But Second Corinthians, he he actually says. If we believe God is like this, therefore we'll want to follow like this. So 2 Corinthians 6, 4-6. Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way, in great endurance, in troubles, 
hardships and distresses, in beatings, imprisonments, and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger, in purity, understanding, and then he says this, in patience and kindness. Wow. That's so, easy to miss in the midst of all those other yeah, things. Yeah, but, but once you yeah. realize, oh, this pairing, yeah. it's not just a random thing. It, for him, it's like, this really nails what mm. God's like. Therefore, this nails what we should be like. Yes. We should be patiently kind. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love, there's a saying by a, a Jewish um, philosopher, theologian. When I was young, I used to admire intelligent people. As I grow older, I admire kind people. Yes. And so I think, man, you know, for Vineyard, it just has this heart of simplicity and doing what the Father's doing. We've got one mandate. Mm. Let's go and be kind. Yeah. And let's be yeah. patiently kind with people. Oh, that's so good. How's everyone doing with that? That's pretty good, huh? I'm just, my technical team are all nodding here. They're going, this is, this is good stuff. Um, hey, and I don't know if, um, Nathaniel, I think you're doing the notes. Maybe as the, the verses come up, we might be able to drop them onto the, uh, the you're already doing it? No. no. Okay. But it's a good idea. It's just, just, I can say, we're new to this. We're just thinking, I'm thinking about ideas on live broadcasting i'm just lobbing them out to uh, to nathaniel there who's doing a great job um so do you want to should we should we land that on so the so what of all of this how do we be kind is that the well sort of thing, i think or? three well first of all number one i like are you can have you actually got it that god right now wants to be kind to you oh you know for the people can can we connect god as yes. present in kindness mm. um and so it's like, yeah, just can you can you open your heart to a God who wants to meet you at a point of this? Remember what we said, gently wants to do nice things for you, mm. to bring reassurance, to bring mm. hope. Mm. You know, can we open ourselves to the Holy Spirit mm. who wants to touch lives with kindness? Mm. And, you know, Vineyard's great at that, just to be, let's just be open to the Spirit. Mm. And he wants to minister to people in his mm. kindness. Mm. But I guess the second thing then is actually then to be kind to ourselves. Um, there's a great story in First Kings, you know, when Elijah pretty much burns out. First Kings 19, he runs away, prays that he might die. I've had enough, Lord. And it just says the angel came to him and said, uh, eat and sleep, looks around, there's bread, there's water. He ate and sleep, lay down again. The angel comes back a second time and said, get up, eat and sleep. Mm. Um, and I wonder if we could think, Actually, God is so kind that he knows what you need and he's asking you to look after yourself at this time. Yes. Yeah. Like be kind to yourself. Yeah. It's one thing to think about being kind out there, but like what do you need to do well? That's one of the things we learn after the earthquakes. Mm. Like what do you need? Mm. And God will be kind to you. But I guess the main thing then is once we go, well, I got to get set. God is kindness. So I need to be kind to myself. But how are we going to be kind to others? And just a few thoughts, I was thinking about this, I went to Pack and Save the other day, pick up an online order, order which we never do, and the guys were stressed, and they're arguing with each other, and I just suddenly realized, guys, it's okay, I and they're like, oh, it's chaos in the back, and we're so swamped, and suddenly realized, man, in the past, I'd normally be grumpy, and it's like, I just needed to be kind to these guys, they're working their butts off. Yeah. And, you know, suddenly, like, supermarket people, the teachers, the health people, neighbors, just to think this. Um, smile, talk quieter, slow down conversations, take some extra time, 
show concern and compassion, and do something little that helps. Mm. Like, could we be kind to other people? Mm. Mm. Um, and um, I don't know if we've got a minute or so. When I was driving up here, I actually felt kind of this prophetic word for your church mm. that if we would get in the flow of this, that you will experience an increased favor because mm. people are vulnerable, eh? People are hurting. Yeah. And if we will just decide to go out mm. in the spirit of God mm. and be kind to our neighbors, yeah. you know, are they okay? Do they need some food picked yeah. up? Be kind to our workmates. Be kind to the people in the supermarkets who are stressed. Mm. I, I, uh, I, I, I can feel it that, that people will sense God's presence all over them. Mm. Man, this is a unique opportunity for yeah. us to bring the kindness of God into our communities. Mm. And, mate, I just think your church is mm. just could just have such massive influence at this time mm. as we walk in that spirit of kindness. And you will see God's favor because mm. people are like, man, we just appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, well, that's like that's a good word in in normal times, but even even more so in, in, in these times, and and uh, and I hope that people are, that are that are watching it, those that are, are in our you know coast vineyard community, uh, that start asking like, what can can we do? I know that for me, I was uh, have been thinking like, you can't just go and knock on your neighbour's doors because they're like they'll be getting the the antibacterial wipe and wipe just where you're knocked you know it's just like it's not that easy just to go and say hi to people because there is this nervousness about uh are you what sort of bugs are on you um so i was just thinking for my neighbors just this in the next couple of days to to write a little thing and just you know put a photo of myself and my wife and on it and just say hey we're we're here at 335 and uh we know that these are funny times but like we just want to know that we're we're here if you ever you know get yourself uh in a place where you need anything we'd love to be able to help but just this is we're here and we're we're for you we're for you yeah, and yeah. it just but that's and that's just a small thing but just but those are the kind of things that i'm i'm loving that and i um it feels like it feels like god is wanting you know to honor our kindness as well yeah. by by bringing blessing beyond what we would know and expect in this yeah. season and and I'm just I'm excited about that because I know our church and awesome. we're they're a they're a church that's got a lot of love for people you know right. so uh, so I'm excited for that awesome. and uh, and it will be but it's a it's a journey that we're gonna have to figure out and and step into as we do that so. yeah but it's great to just know I keep going back to that space God is a God of kindness yeah. if I'm in that zone man He's gonna be all over it mm. and again classic vineyard thing I just want to do what the Father's yeah. doing yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, uh, and and also too, just I think it's so helpful to go back to your first point around like it's so important that we understand the heart of God because uh, in the midst of uh, uncertainty uh, and that that leads people to all sorts of strong emotions, um, they can almost. Um, if their understanding of God is that he's a God of retribution or if yeah. he's a God that is uh, far off or if yeah. he's a God uh, that, uh, you know, is not quite sure what's going on, then, then people back away from God or they uh, they engage with him in a way that they don't experience his kindness yeah. to them. And, and he is wanting to, to be a God that is present 
with kindness and with patience for all of us in yeah. this in this time. It's so, so important. So if anyone's watching out there, like grab a hold of this. This is the truth of the nature and the heart of God, the God who loves us. He is patient and he is kind to us. Cool. Mm. All right. How are we doing? Are we? Well, that's, I, I feel like that's kind of okay. enough. For, yeah. That's all right. That's, all, that's so good. And like Steve uh, was down in Christchurch during the earthquakes down there. And uh, so this is, this is not just um, ideas that he's, he's coming up with in a, in a vacuum apart from knowing what journeying with people through a, cri- a crisis is like. He's, he's been there and, and seen that and, uh, and the challenges that, that come. So, so these, these are words that are uh, an encouragement to us that have come out of and uh, working through real challenges with people that are, um, have uh, experienced their their houses have been lost, there's disconnection, there's uncertainty and and anxiety. So, um, so this is this is fantastic. So thanks again, Steve, thanks for for, me, uh, for being here. It's like I say, we were. It's a lot different than what we were expecting, but what a, a cool thing I I think too for us for our first time. Uh, doing something online that we've had, uh, you know, you to come and join with us and, and just bring your 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 wisdom and uh, and just your friendship to us. Cool. So uh, so thank you so Thanks much. Let's give them a big round of applause. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in to today's message. We hope and pray that it's been most helpful. If you're keen to find out more about us as a church whānau, you're welcome to go to coast.org.nz or, of course, we'd love to meet you in person. We meet at 10am at Aurewa College on the beautiful Hibiscus Coast and you're more than welcome. Be blessed and have a great day.